welcome to Straight from the Muzzle, folks, where we are anything but straight. My name is Space. And I'm Bean. I'm Boomy. And we welcome you to our Christmas special. The last special, well, it's not the last special, it's the last episode of the year. Thank goodness. <laughs> yeah, the last <laughs> special ever. Hot mess. <laughs> it might be the last special ever if this year decides to go out with an end. Uh, for real like <laughs> this this whole year if we, we could like sum up the year i would just like to pretend that this year never even happened we'll do leap day but it's more like leap year and we just skip this whole year and go on to something else like it never happened yeah <laughs> it's awful <laughs> uh, but we're we're so close to getting to 2021 and 2021 seems like it's gonna be the year where things might happen i'm not i have very low expectations for the next year so that i don't get disappointed (laughs) i saw a post that was like all y'all saying you're gonna go into 2021 with like a bang no you better not we're gonna walk in there you're not gonna touch anything and we're gonna see what happens (laughs) yes i (laughs) i saw something also on facebook and it was like oh get ready you know 2020 is gonna turn 21 she's gonna start drinking now Oh my god. Like, oh no. <laughs> uh, well, we asked everyone if they would send in their holiday emails and so we have quite a few to go through. Before we get started with that though, there was one particular email that was sent in to us from Gavin von Blackmuzzle. They're from Germany, which totally makes sense with that von. I <laughs> guess but but then again there was that other chick Bailey Van Wag, so that could have been whatever. Anyways, um, they basically they reached out to me because this time of year it's Christmas, and with Christmas and the holidays that are usually happening right now, usually kind of center around being together with people and with family and kind of just sharing those memories. But given the fact that it's COVID right now, it's kind of like um, most people, I guess you could say, are pretty alone these times right now. And um, it's a little bit harder to celebrate with people just because they, most people don't want you celebrating with them. You know, it's the one positive thing they don't want happening. Come on, nothing. Come on. That was a good one. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> positive. <laughs> that was, I mean, it was really bad. But, good Lord. Uh, but like in general, like it's there, there are a lot of people out there that are still pretty lonely. And even without Christmas, they're still pretty lonely. And so, what we want to do is just kind of recognize that there are going to be people, people out there, but just remember that if you are lonely, if you're not feeling like really high, like on life, not like high on drugs, <laughs> no, that might not help. Be both. Why not? <laughs> um, <laughs> it might help you. If anything, I'm just, just I don't Merry know. Christmas. <laughs> Merry yeah, for Christmas. Real. <laughs> <It's> the- <laughs> wow. Leave a blunt for Santa. <laughs> Seriously, he's got That's, a snack anyway. The he's got smoke the coming from the chimney is not the it's not the fire. It's Santa's smoke in the blunt in the chimney. <laughs> God. <laughs> Anyways, it's that way. That way, the family doesn't know that he's in the house and they don't smoke marijuana. Um. Anyways. <laughs> So <laughs> I'm trying to get to this point here. I'm getting there eventually. We went sentimental um, the- <laughs> immediately to not. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, I just want to say that if you're feeling alone out there, you're not alone. There are 
hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people right now in this moment going through pretty much the same thing you're going through, whether it's job loss, you've lost personal like personal loss in your family, whether it's a friend or a close or a loved one, perhaps you're just by yourself, you're not alone. But if you do feel like you're not really all there, don't be afraid to reach out to people on Twitter or on Telegram or if you're old like us on Facebook. <laughs> we'll see if that lasts 2021. Don't be afraid to reach out, especially to us. We are active on our Twitter and our Telegram platforms. So if you ever are just not feeling it, you need to talk to someone, reach out to me if you want to, or reach out to anyone in our chat. Tweet to people if you need to, but don't, whatever you do, don't, don't end your life. Please don't. (laughs) It's like, I, I, I hate when people, um, I don't hate it per se. I just get really sad when people say that they're going to commit suicide because the world or life just sucks. And then you know what? Life sucks in general for everyone right now, but it's going to get better. I know people say that all the time, but truly it's the only thing that's really given me hope at this point. And I hope it gives you hope as well. But friends out there know the signs, okay? It's usually the quiet ones that you don't really see very often. If you see something that's a little abnormal from your friends that just doesn't seem right, that's usually a red flag that something's going on. Talk to them. Don't ignore them. If you see someone out there that does post something, put the suicide hotline on like as a tweet in there and then start tweeting around or trying to get whoever might be close to them to get to them. Um, It's important to make sure that we, that these types of people, those who are feeling alone, don't feel alone because they need that love at that moment. So whatever you need to do, but there are resources out there. There are hotlines. I think each state has their own hotline now that you can call. Um, There's lots of resources out there. So be aware of the signs. Make sure your friends are doing okay. Even the ones that you don't talk to as much, just reach out to them. Say hi, hello, have a conversation for five minutes. You'd be surprised how long that can actually go for someone. Five minutes to you could be a lifetime for them. Definitely. And and remember that when you're feeling suicidal, that is a permanent solution to temporary problems. If I may also interject a bit too um, on this topic in specific, I will point out also check check on your happy friends too, because even though they seem happy, they may, you know, they, everybody's going through the same thing. So also check on your happy friends. Yeah, that's very true. So, and I say this um, because it it's, it's unfortunate, but I, especially around this time of year, um, a couple of days back, I actually... It was the the eight the actually the eight year anniversary of a good friend of mine who in high school uh, had actually committed suicide. So that Christmas especially mm. was very hard. But so and he was the happiest, go luckiest guy in the world, and not a single soul knew that he had plans to do you know to end his life. And it was quite it was quite traumatic for the whole school. So it was quite awful. So just please reach out to anybody. anyways let's go ahead and get into our christmas special i'm really excited because i'm gonna put like christmas sleigh bells in the background you guys don't know it yet but it's gonna be all oh (laughs) yeah i can't wait i'm gonna gay out this whole episode (laughs) it's gonna be 
<laughs> there has to be so much Christmas going on. People are going to be like, barf. <laughs> <laughs> the literal part of it. Um, we have quite a few emails. We have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Well, six. Because what there's like there's a couple from, well, maybe five. Whatever. We have a few in there. Pretty good ones. We asked you guys to send in your memories of... Uh, Christmas, or if you celebrate any other particular holidays, what are they and what are your traditions during that particular time period? We want to hear all of it because that's the fun part is hearing about how others usually celebrate this wonderful holiday. Christmas is my, I call it a season, not a holiday, is my favorite season because it's the one time of year where people give a shit about other people. (laughs) So, and it's just, you always see, so many like donations going on and you see the best in people come out in this time of year. And I really love it. That's what kind of like gets me so energized. Um, so despite what's been going on this year at when it, December 1st hit, I was just like, yes, it's Christmas season. I don't give a fuck what's going on. <laughs> it's-, <laughs> it's, it's funny that you call it a season as well. Cause something that my cousin and I picked up, my cousin is an atheist and I'm just like, uh, I don't know what I am shrugs on religion, but like we, we call uh, the holiday season candle nights, which is in reference to uh, another podcast, my brother, my brother and me, and also the adventure zone. And they describe it as a pan religious, pan sexual, personal pan pizza, winter holiday celebrated by my brother, my brother and me. <laughs> and it's oh described God. as basically Christmas and dreidel and Kwanzaa songs. <laughs> That's rad. That's awesome. and, and to me, I really hope this doesn't offend anybody who is like Christian or celebrates Christmas for Christian reasons. But when you look through like the history of Christmas, uh, it's it's one of those holidays that has been so altered and torn apart and changed throughout the years. Because it was originally around like pagan traditions, yeah, uh, and then it got changed up through to like Germany, like German and Danish almost. There, there's a whole, uh, there's a lot of different hands that have altered Christmas into making it what it is today, which is, uh, you know, Christmas feels, you know, it's very personal to a lot of people. It, it's supposed to be Christian, uh, but it's also very corporate to me and very. Um, it's like it's like it's a it's a holiday to me that doesn't that had really? has not stuck to its roots. It's it's changes and it's celebrated so differently by so many different people. It's not like Hanukkah, which has been celebrated the same way for forever, or Kwanzaa, which has been celebrated the same way for forever. Christmas is kind of like it's your own again, like personal pan pizza kind of holiday to me. I've seen atheists celebrate it for their own reasons. I've seen Christian people celebrate it for Christian reasons. I've seen pan, like, what's it called? Pagan, not pan. What the fuck? <laughs> I've seen pagan people kind of pick it up to try and celebrate it in the way it was originally supposed to be celebrated. So, like, Candle Nights is something that my cousin and I picked up, not only because we enjoy, you know, My Brother, My Brother and Me's podcast, but because we enjoy the concept in general. Like, it's a holiday for people who aren't tied to a specific religion, but to just celebrate it's the end of the year. We can celebrate the successes that we've had this year. We can rest the failures we've had this year and just enjoy time with family and friends. What really throws me off, though, is like how, <clears throat> once again, I'm no offense to Christians. I am also 
Mormon that's kind of Christian, but they think they're better than everyone else. Um, anyways, so like, what I don't get is everyone like celebrates like the manger, like the whole like nativity set. Christ wasn't flipping born until April. Why are we <laughs> celebrating it in freaking December? <laughs> makes no sense. Yeah, and that that connects to the history of Christmas and how it was originally pagan, and then Christians were like, well. Now we're celebrating Jesus' birthday. It's not pagan anymore. It's Christian. It's like, what? what, what? <laughs> no, Jesus' birthday uh, this is, is Easter. A jab. Okay? Yeah. And this isn't a jab towards Christians wanting to no, celebrate Christmas just... for their reasons. Like, that's fine. You do what you want. But, like, you got to admit, for to me, I see Christmas as kind of like an empty hermit crab shell where many a hermit crab have lived at one point. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's just kind of like, done their own thing on the inside to make it work for them it's the abandoned cvs that has been a spirit of halloween every year for three years oh my god (laughs) it's so funny because the apartment that we used to live in the cvs is now a spirit of halloween (laughs) so just wow (laughs) so true though that um that public service announcement was brought to you by no one but us um (laughs) Where do we want to start? <clears throat> do we want I to start? I was going to start with Glitch the Fox. Okay, and then we'll just kind of like go every other one. Sure. Okay. So Glitch the Fox emailed us, and they write, A couple of years ago, Fisher-Price launched this dinosaur called Spike that we little lad me wanted with every proton in my body. And you know my parents had gotten the dino for Christmas. However, the way they decided to surprise me with it was maybe not the best for a four or five-year-old. You see, that night, my mom promised me she would sleep in the living room to wait for Santa Claus. And I was like, heck yeah, absolute best parent. Gonna tackle Santa and force him to give me gifts, as parents do. But it was all a trick. Because that very same night, I woke up at 3 a.m. to pee. And remembering my mom's promise, I decided to walk to the living room where my mom was. Instead, I saw the dinosaur I was asking for towering in the middle of my living room. A normal child may have been excited, but I was petrified. It was a fight or flight experience. In those moments of panic, I stood still at first, not knowing what to do or if this was going to be my last moment before Spike was going to come to life and feast on me. I might have spent like 10 minutes yelling out for mom to come down, cowering behind a chair until she came. And then, until then, I actually had the bravery to go to the dino and play with him. I actually loved the dinosaur. He was my favorite toy for a long time. But it's also one of the Christmas I'm definitely not forgetting. <laughs> and they included some pictures in the email. I, <laughs> I, I, I <laughs> as a lot of y'all know, I, I really enjoy toy collecting and and. And uh, going back on different brands of toys. And as soon as they wrote down Spike by Fisher-Price, I was like, oh, shit, I remember this thing. And it is ginormous. Like, if you're a toddler, it's the same height as you. It's this big green plastic dinosaur with orange spikes all over it. (laughs) And I can imagine this kid being terrified seeing this sitting in the middle of their living room. I mean, who would it be? Like, we've all been in that moment where we're walking and all of a sudden we think we see something and we just freeze. Like, why do we instantly just freeze? It's like, we're in the dark. If we can't see them, they can't see us. I like that the parents didn't even try to wrap it. I mean, how do you, but... Uh, put like a giant bow on it or something. Yeah, at least a bow. There has been this trend going around online for wrapping presents to look like what they aren't. Oh so, my like, god! Someone took a um, 
It was just a little box with a shirt in it. And then they they just basically took like wrapping paper tubes and newspaper and bulked it up and wrapped it to look exactly like a chair somehow. Uh-huh. <laughs> Put that beside a tree. And it was actually a t-shirt in there. But oh, my God. oh, that's cool. That's so cool. That sounds like a lot of fun. I should probably do that then to, to Felix. I haven't wrapped all of his presents yet. <laughs> I got him. Uh, well, I mean, he's not going to hear this until Christmas. So it's not a, it's not a, a, a leak or anything. Um, <clears throat> I got him one of those classes where he and I can go and paint together and learn how to do like a painting. Oh, that's uh, which, really fun. What's really cool though, is that it's kind of like, um, the painting isn't just two separate paintings. It's a a painting that I do on one side and he completes the other side. So you can actually slide them together. Oh, I've done that with my mom before. That sounds And cool. so he's like, I don't I asked him like, what do you want for Christmas? And he's like, Well, I was thinking like maybe something that like you and I can do. Cause we've been doing a lot of things together more often because of COVID. So um I got him that. But I haven't like figured out how I wanna like I think I want to put it in like in a giant ass box, but I just have like a little letter at the bottom saying, I got you a gift. <laughs> just, <laughs> just something stupid. I don't know. I haven't figured it out yet, but that sounds like a good idea though. Just like turning it into something that it's not. <laughs> I did that with my sister once in middle school where I bought her. I went on a, um, a field trip to the high art museum in Atlanta and I bought this little metal coin thingy. And it was so small. I was like, I could put it in a jewelry box, I guess. But, like, why would you do that when you could do this? And I literally just wrapped a box within a box within a box within a cooler. But the cooler was, like, a triangle shape on top. So when I wrapped it, it was just this odd, weird shape. And when she unwrapped it, the first layer was a cooler. And she's like, thanks? (laughs) I did something similar-ish. Um in high school when I was with my first boyfriend um, that there, our first Christmas together, I actually wood burned him um, a piece, like uh, just like an art piece. And mm-hmm. I, ha- I had the idea. I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to wrap two things. One's going to be the fake one and the other one's going to be the real one. And I'm like, he's going to have to find it in his house. <laughs> so like his mom and I uh, hid the real one somewhere in in the house and it was like wrapped up and everything so when he opened up his present and he's like and then i'd like i think i'd written like a note i couldn't afford anything but i love you anyway like whatever i said but actually it's in here in the house somewhere and his (laughs) he wasn't very bright he was like oh it's okay i love you too and i'm like no it's actually here in the house and he's like oh well where i'm like you gotta find it like it's fun I'm like, go, <laughs> go look for your present. It's a fun, it's a fun game. Go. <laughs> I make my partners work fun. for for their for their presents. So this year, I wrapped up uh, my girlfriend's in a big box, and then it's like all of her, like her her like individual presents in there are like all wrapped individually, but like it's like super taped. So she's got to work for it. <laughs> God, I got my cousin some a set of D and D dice. Uh, last year and i individually wrapped every single piece of dice before putting that in a box and then that in a box and then that in a box and it was like a pretty big box she had to i hate those i hate like 10 boxes and then when she finally got down to the dice she was like what is this and she unwrapped one of them she's like oh they're dice (laughs) that's cool 
You should. Oh my god. If it's not too late, because uh, I know some game shops have these, get the round dice. <laughs> and they're not weighted, so they're just, it's a joke, but they're like these giant, like, they're kind of like 12-sided, but they're it's in a ball form, so they can't actually roll. Oh, that's cool. it's just for fun. Oh, I should get yeah. that because my uh my one my one friend is really into D and D. I want to get it and then send it to Deer Dog and then have her be disappointed and be like, "How am I supposed to use this?" <laughs> I think she <laughs> would for you it, though. I'm pretty sure she would. <laughs> She's like, "This is lovely." <laughs> um, our next email comes from Slushy Flamingo, and there is a title of a movie that I'm most definitely going to butcher. Um, <laughs> so let's get on with that one. Um. I did look it up, and it's French-Canadian, so I kind of know how to pronunciate it, but I'm pretty sure I'm still going to butcher it. So, uh, From Slushy. Okay, so when I was younger, there was that movie called... La... Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> La Guerre des Tux. I don't know. I think that's how, I think that's how you say it. Um, also known as the OG one or the dog that stopped the war or the Took war. So there's like many different versions of it. Um, and all my friends saw it. Basically the story is that two gangs of kids fight for ownership of a huge snow castle during winter break. Really good movie. Anyways, well, we thought this would be awesome. So we built this fortress in the clearing in the middle of the forest behind the school, split it into two gangs and fought during the whole winter break for it. But the day of Christmas, we declared a truce. Some of us brought thermos for hot chocolate. I cannot speak tonight. Hot chocolate. When can I ever speak? Hot chocolate, others and snacks. Um, one kid even brought a radio and we enjoyed a Christmas feast with the walls of the fort, uh, to rhyme of the FM radio's Christmas tunes. Then we passed the afternoon in the hills behind one of the friend's house, sliding down the hills and stuff and really good times. That seems like a fun thing. That kind of reminds me of, um, what is it? The snow day movie? Yeah. Where they like, they purposely try to make it so that they can't get the, the street plowed. I like that movie. I thought it was a fun one. I think it was Nickelodeon that produced it. Something like that. I remember yeah. there was another one, or it might be the same movie, where they had like a little snow machine or something. It, um, at one of the houses that we lived in when we first moved up here, we had this like, I wouldn't say it was a cul-de-sac, but the way that they kind of made the house, like the street turn in, it made it impossible for the snowplow man to like accurately plow the snow. So instead he would just pile the snow up onto the grass. And so it would rip up our grass every year. It drives us nuts. Well, one year it snowed so much that the, for a six foot man of my size, the snow was higher than that. And it was packed so we built like a mini igloo with different like tunnels going into it and that was a lot of fun well that's so and then of course you know one of us decided to jump on top of it and broke it (laughs) you know we're we're all adults too so like i think at this time i probably was like 25 my brother would have been like in his 30s and then the next one would have been like in his late 30s and then 40s so like you know, grown adults building a igloo. <laughs> it's fun. That sounds like so much fun. I've never been able to do anything like that because I live in the South where it rarely ever snows. And when it does, you only get maybe an inch or two. Why don't you just make it out of cocaine? Oh. And then you can invite the whole the whole Expensive. neighborhood over for, for us a glamorous time. 
Expensive. Everybody would be really staying colors. <laughs> That'd be great. Oh my god. I really want to play in the snow this year, but like my knee isn't strong enough yet. I'd love to play in the snow if it ever would snow. <laughs> it hasn't snowed. The ski resorts haven't opened up because that hasn't snowed that much yet. And they are usually open up in like November. So it's been a dry year for here, Utah. And Utah has the best snow in the whole country. So I want to weird that it hasn't snowed yet. I know. So it kind of makes me wonder if we're going to have a really dry winter, I bet we're going to have a really wet, like spring and summer. Gross. That's what I'm thinking is going to happen. Could you say gross? It's all moist and hot. Mm-hmm. Humidity <laughs> is the worst. It really Mom. is. Uh, okay. I've left the next email for you being the biggest one. <laughs> it's not my turn. Yeah, it is. Because Boomy can't pull up the... Oh, that's right. Okay, so I'm going with roasted crickets. Womp womp. Not for that, but... (laughs) (laughs) They said, hello, my name is Cricket, and I've been listening to your podcast for a long time. Anyway, I thought it would be fun to share my favorite holiday memory for your show. The story is about the abomination that was Thanksgiving of 2018. That Thanksgiving, my family was planning on driving up to our grandparents' house to have a family reunion on Thanksgiving Day, and we had the honor of bringing the turkey. I have four siblings. This was obviously a horrible idea. So, as we were getting our van packed and trying to keep it from exploding from all the suitcases and bags we had inside of it, it was finally time to put the turkey into the back of the trunk. I was granted permission to place the turkey in the cooler. This was a horrible idea. I was wearing Crocs. Gross. (laughs) As I was walking to the trunk, I tripped on my Croc when it flipped underneath my shoe. Time seemed to slow for a few moments, and as I descended quickly to Earth, every Thanksgiving of my past seemed to flash before my eyes. The turkey flew out of my hands, landed with a thunk on the concrete. My family screamed in horror. The turkey began to roll down our hill. (laughs) I raced after it, but it kept going faster and faster. I could hear my family screaming and yelling behind me. It motivated me to do my very best to recover this sacred item that held the very spirit of Thanksgiving. At the end of the road, I caught it and brought it back to my family. Then we made the four-hour drive to our grandparents. After we got there, my grandma asked my older brother to put the turkey in the fridge. I have no clue why we were still planning on eating that roadkill, but whatever. We woke up the next day, which was Thanksgiving. As my mom opened up the fridge in my grandma's kitchen, she discovered that it had not been thawing in the fridge, but freezing solid in the freezer. Everything we had worked for, everything we risked for this turkey, we still weren't able to save it. We had to eat a tiny crappy turkey that was left over at the local store that year. But frozen roadkill turkey will forever live in our hearts. (laughs) (laughs) Sucks. I thought for a second they had like they had already baked the turkey and I'm like, oh gross. Yeah, that's what I thought too. I was like, oh no, I'm Ew. guessing it was still wrapped up and everything. <laughs> it's such an interesting for like what what do you guys have for like Christmas? Because we have for like we have ham. That's like a thing. We have turkey and ham, but our family prefers the ham. It's like the turkey is just there because, you know, you gotta have it, I guess. But uh <laughs> My grandma used to cook our turkey, and she was a specialist in cooking extra dry food. Like, everything had to be overdone all the time. So we didn't eat a lot of turkey because she always just made it way too dry. 
uh, we cook our ham with Mountain Dew or Sprite. I'm sorry. It's Sprite. We cook our ham with Sprite to make it extra moist and have some good flavors and some other herbs too. You know, we're not that white. Um, We season it as well. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) But uh, the past two years since my grandma passed away, somebody else had to take care of the turkey, which was our family. And now everybody's eating turkey because we know how to make a moist turkey. I wonder what other countries think of us when we do stupid, like weird things like put Sprite on our ham or like, or just like things like that to like cook things. I'm pretty I mean, sure they're hey, just like, what is wrong with America? <laughs> it works really well though. Like I'm a ham girl and I love, love cranberry sauce. Oh, Felix, for the longest time, didn't know that you're supposed to put Sprite or 7-Up in the base of a Christmas tree to keep it going and couldn't understand why people kept doing it. I had to explain it to him. I'm like, See, I've never you're a grown man. One. You don't know this? Really? Yeah. Huh. I've heard of that one. I just think keeping a live Christmas tree in your living room is dumb. Oh, Well, I mean, it's just oh. like, in, in my opinion, I don't even understand. Like, I guess 7-Up would work, but so would water. So I'm not really sure. I mean, because... It's only sucking up. There's only like a small portion of water in that soda anyway. So I mean, why not just give it all water? I mean, I guess I, I see because I used to take horticulture in high school. So like, I guess like maybe the sugars and stuff in the like. In yeah, it's help. probably the sugar and then yeah. the carbonation. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Um, but yeah. But water, wouldn't water do, do a better job in the long run? Water would probably do a lot better job in the long run. So honestly, just just water your Christmas tree. Don't don't use Sprite. It does not need that much caffeine. It's fine. <laughs> it's gonna be up all night. Bean. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I would hope your Christmas tree is up. <laughs> Okay. What? What? I missed something. What's, what's going on? Boom, Boom said it doesn't need that much caffeine. And I said, yeah, it's going to be up all night. Wow. <laughs> but I kind of wonder though. Okay, so if you could give soda to your tree, what if you gave your tree like straight up Red Bull? Um, <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> Just don't do it. <laughs> Um, it just like instantly grows like wings and starts flying around the house, like, <laughs> knocking shit over. <laughs> if it's a live tree, it'll start flying around your house, dropping spiders and ticks and needles everywhere. Ah, oh, no. Sap all over the place. Uh, Why do you buy nightmare. live trees? Oh. So, that would be a gross. Work. We have a fake tree, so we use that. And then I, I get like those those scented sticks, like the Douglas fir oh, from I like Michael Arts and Crafts. So good. And it smells like a. <laughs> so we use a fake. tree christmas tree and then we buy santa sticks to make it smell like a real christmas that, tree. yeah and that works like okay so here's my logic <gasps> you know the the argument is hey a live christmas tree is better because you're not buying plastic and this and that and i'm like yeah or you can buy secondhand i literally got my phenomenal huge christmas plastic christmas tree from craigslist for twenty dollars nice one of those pink ones so like you can buy hand-me-down Christmas trees. That's not a big deal. And, you know, what's better for the environment? Buying a plastic tree and using it for the rest of your life? Or people growing and chopping down trees over and over every year? I literally don't know what's worse. Uh, also, you don't get the sticky sap and the nasty bugs and the ticks. So I mean, if if the like tree farmers are good like enough, they usually treat their trees so that way they don't get like those bugs hanging on there. Um, I remember one year my uh, 
one of my teachers brought in a real tree and they got like little praying mantises all over and i'm like what i love those <laughs> what <laughs> yeah <That's> dope <laughs> praying mantises are cool i you know what i kind of want to see this now if you go to like let's say like uh like Home Depot, it'd be really cool if they made Christmas trees out of the things that they sold. So for instance, the most iconic thing I can think of that would look like Christmas tree-ish stuff are feather dusters and a toilet bowl cleaner, like those, yeah. those spiky brushes. And they should just build that, like a giant version of that. That would be fantastic. Go. World's biggest Christmas tree to clean the smallest toilet in the world. <laughs> there you go. Um. I was going to add my own little, like, what we eat on Christmas little story there. Because it, it used to be, um, like, we would do, like, the ham and the turkey and, like, whatever stuff. Basically, the, a, a repeat of Thanksgiving on Christmas. Um, well, I remember specifically there was one there was one uh, Christmas where my mom was like, I, I don't want to do a big meal again. God, I, you know, that's what we do for Thanksgiving. And we just do the same thing. And she just kept going on and on about it. And I, finally, I was like, well, why don't we have tacos? And my mom was like, oh, we can't do tacos. And my sweet old, like, little tiny grandmother was like, oh, I love tacos. Let's do that. And now, now, now we all, uh, we have tacos every year for Christmas. Because it's just easy. See, now that's that's great because that's something my family did too. Uh, for th- we had such a big meal on Thanksgiving and Christmas was so close. Yeah, one year we did lasagna and oh, garlic nice. bread. Another year we did tacos, and I think the year before my grandma passed away, we did um, build your own uh, grilled cheese sandwiches and soup. Oh, Heck yeah, yeah. So we had multiple different types of like good cheeses and different types of breads, and it was like uh, with a big grill that you plug in. And you would just make your own grilled cheese sandwich and pick oh, whatever soup you wanted that was nice. on the stove. That's legit. See, I, I like her. way cheaper than getting like a turkey and a ham and all yeah. that crap. Yeah, absolutely. I really like our little taco tradition because it's it's quick and easy. It can be done in like 20, you know, 30 minutes. And that way you can spend more time like, you know, with your uh, family that's, you know, visiting. Mm-hmm. Instead of, you know, spending hours cooking a meal and sitting around and whatnot. So. Definitely. Yep. I'm not sure what we're gonna have for Christmas because it's just gonna be feeling too nice. So I'll probably just bake something out of the freezer. I'm not sure what's in there yet. <laughs> I can. I mean, if you like, I'll we'll figure it out. I can send you like a like a baked Alfredo pasta like that I make. Oh, go. I'm really good love. at making Alfredo. Heck yes, that. send that to me. I love Alfredo. <laughs> okay, I'll have to Let's send it to you. Let's get fat. <laughs> this year we're doing uh build your own pizzas in nice. our new house Ooh. oh pizza fun that would be fun nice. i'm gonna have to do that some year like hey we're gonna do pizza we're gonna build our own pizza well hey let's get on to our next email <laughs> <laughs> um this one's a fun because it's 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 a fun that's i don't know what that is this one, this next email is fun <laughs> because they celebrate both Christmas and Hanukkah. So I'm interested to read this. And as I was reading through it, there's a part of it that makes me wonder. I'm like, ah, you got to be Christian because only Christians play this game. So um, when I, I, I'm sure when I say it later on, you might get it, but we'll see. Um, so this email comes from. Aaron and they said hi I'm Aaron my first son's name is Puck I'm on Telegram um, and I love being there Uh, what I do for the holiday season is that I celebrate Christmas and Hanukkah 
uh, Christmas with my whole family, and then Hanukkah with my stepmom's side of her family. When it's Christmas, my dad's sisters, my stepmom, and I would go either to my grandparents' house or either to my aunt's house to celebrate together. Everyone would bring a dish or two for all of us to share, and we could have a feast filled with delicious food. Um, <clears throat> wait, delicious food and the family. I'm sorry. I think I read that. Like, <laughs> it's been a long day for me, <laughs> and I'm gonna keep going. Um, after we would eat, we would talk and play board games like uh, Risk, Monopoly, or Catan. Do you guys know what Catan is? Um, yeah, I think Settlers so. of Catan. I th- I say it's almost like a Christian game because mostly <laughs> Christians that play it, especially here in Utah. There's tons of Mormons that play it. It's like they're their go-to if they don't play D&D. Um, even after games and eating dinner and dessert, we would gather around the tree and the younger cousins, which were my sister and I, um, would find every gift in or under the tree and put them in designated piles for a person. There would be 12 to 16 plus. Wow. Or more if there were going to be, you know, all of us there. Um, So there'd be lots of piles and we would take turns either open one at a time in a circle or one person would open all their gifts and so on. Um, We would take each, we would thank each other for a wonderful year and a good night of food and fun. And it was great to see each other. You know, I like that. I, that, I think that's kind of like what we did in our family. We would, I don't think we would um, necessarily like, we wouldn't put things in piles, but like my mom would always be like, John, it's your turn. She would like throw the present on us. And I guess in a circle, we would kind of slowly open up the present, but I kind of like the idea of going in a circle and then making them in piles. You can make other people jealous because <laughs> you got more. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think in our family that what we do is because our family is all grown up now and they have their own families. It's usually us brothers and then my sister will just pick a name out of the hat and then we'll just do uh, Christmas for that person and vice versa. So that's how we do it. Cause it's cheaper that way. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I like that. All right. Who is next? I believe it's Jackson. Uh, Asher. Is that their name? Well, that's what they go by in, in Telegram, so I just call them Asher. Okay. Asher is a sweet egg. So Asher wrote, Up until 2018, Christmas was more like, Oh, Merry Christmas, turkey for dinner, yeah, med levels. I got to the ranch, and this is the loose chain of events that we did on and around Christmas. We watched a shit ton of epic movies. Yes. We went and cut down our 26-foot tall tree off of a mountain. We stayed up for like three days straight because it was basically like we were off work and one big house party. We built gingerbread houses that a parent sent us and subsequently went and blew them up with 12 GA shotguns and seven GA. Beautiful. What is it? 12 gauge. My bad. 12 Ah. shotguns and seven millimeter (laughs) rifles on the firing range here. And it was really satisfying. For it being one of the most stressful and lowest points so far in my life, it was like a little shiny star in the middle of all the darkness. That one is more thing. So awesome. We got our boss to let us attach a sled to the trailer hitch of a truck and got dragged around the hay yard full of snow at 25 miles per hour. 
worth getting <laughs> face planted into the snow. That That's sounds awesome. like honestly, this sounds like a good southern time. <laughs> I don't know where this person lives, but this sounds like the kind of I was the kind of activities that would be going on. <laughs> this seems like something we would do if we were visiting our family down in El Centro. <laughs> Because they have like oh, a, yeah. it's it's like right at the border in California of like uh, Mexicali is like the little like the little city down there. But my I remember my cousin got this one shotgun or not a shotgun it was like a rifle from like Civil War era and the thing took bullets that were like let me think about this I think the bullets themselves were like six inches long they were huge and so we we one year got like. He, he went down, got some bullets, came back, and we went shooting. And I kid you not, like, he shot into just a puddle, and I swear all the water just, like, blew up and out. <laughs> and I've never seen so much power. And I'm like, oh, I want it. <laughs> we would do things like that all the time. I bet this seems like fun. I want to blow up a gingerbread house. That would be so much My fun. My cousin and I would make a gingerbread house and then like take it outside and throw it as hard as possible against the house. Uh, <laughs> but a new tradition that she's been doing with her friends that I'm hoping to join in on this year is that they each buy a part of a gingerbread kit and then they build this gingerbread mansion that looks way kinds of messed up. Like, and there's a, they build it on a pan and they have a secret word made out of icing on the pan before they build over it. I think last year's word was penis. And the year before it was like, <laughs> it's just stuff like that. <laughs> and and then when they get done building it, they catch it on fire. What? <laughs> That's why it's on a metal pan. <laughs> oh, that is just beautiful. Yeah. So it's like, it, it's not, it doesn't look like a house. It looks like a hot mess that they catch on fire, but it's really fun. <laughs> um felix got felix got two gingerbread house kits this year one was like a mario themed one so you kind oh, of like seen mario that. Castle. I get it. no don't because it's really ghetto Is so, it? like, it's just the walls you don't it's not like any roofing whatsoever so you can still see on the inside all the bare edges of everything oh, you're that's just dumb why isn't it i know right and he said it was more expensive too and i'm like you know for something that was more expensive and it came with fondant by the way where the hell is the roof so he gets that one he gets me the oreo gingerbread house because i really wanted one of those well i got it and part of the <laughs> part of the wall like broke in half and i'm like this is the most ghetto thing ever and then i'm like trying to like we didn't have scissors so i tried to like cut like a little slit in the corner of the icing and ended up cutting like a big blob of it out so it was just a mess so i decided to make it a crack house yes <laughs> so i built it up and then like on one side i went and cut like the roof up into like pieces and made it look like it was all like patched up and weird and then on the other side i wrote in icing send crack <laughs> <laughs> so I, I thought it was just fun like that and then i kind of just slowly ate it like it was really gross you know for for oreo man you guys suck balls with your gingerbread houses never taste good they're not meant for eating they're meant for throwing uh, against houses and catching on fire yeah apparently <laughs> gosh i know uh we want to do a gingerbread house this year on christmas eve but we want to make our own gingerbread so hopefully it won't be as difficult to like build if we build it ourselves i don't know uh, 
I haven't burped for a while on an episode, so rate that one. I'm pretty sure it's a two. Yeah, it was like a three. <laughs> I was gonna say it was. Yeah. I'm drinking water. It's too late to have like, like soda because it usually has caffeine in it. I've never built a gingerbread house. It's really hard. <laughs> yeah, it really is. I'll have to convince my girlfriend to do it with me. You have a better chance of building a mansion out of playing cards than you do out of like actually building what they give you. And it never fits. Like none of them ever fits. Like there's always like these little guidelines and you get this little shitty plastic tray with the grooves in it. And then you put like the walls in and they never match. Right. So I swear they do it on purpose (laughs) (laughs) or something. I'm going to have to build one then (laughs) just to see what it's all about. Someone should build one out of sugar cubes. That would be a fun one. And then like, like wet it down a little bit too, and then just leave it outside and see what comes crawling. Oh no! <laughs> I was gonna say cool. I used to snack on sugar cubes. Um, when I worked with my mom at the uh, horse stable that she works at, I would just pop them in my mouth. Nice. It was they were really good. <laughs> it's, they always are. Like they're just straight sugar, but like they, I don't know, they they kind of hit different. Just cute little cube pop in your mouth like your muck because salt. they're cubular. The cubular. Uh, oh. Puns. You spoof. No. <laughs> um, we have one more email left. I know there's. it looks like there's two in the queue, but one is a duplicate of the one you just read, Bean. So, um, <clears throat> oh, I guess it's me that's reading now. Wait, wait. No, is it me that's reading or is it you that's reading? It's you. It's, it's your me. turn. Oh, I hate reading. <laughs> I love reading the emails like silently, but I hate reading them out loud because <laughs> I always mess up. Just read it in an accent. Um, better. Oh God! I'm saying like sometimes like if I read something in like a slight accent, I read it better. I don't know why. I could do one of my characters, uh, Vivian. It's, it's really annoying though. So a couple years back, I was at a lake with my whole family. Grandma, grandpa, uncle, mom, dad, and a couple of cousins and so forth. And we decided to go snowballing, mobiling. I already messed it up. Space, <laughs> you're doing a bad job. I was really <laughs> trying hard not to laugh. How about how about you read it then, being like, I I'll, cannot, I'll I read cannot the last do it. I'll read the last two. These are short. Uh okay. I don't know how to pronounce this person's name. Taylor. Tyler Tonkin? Wait, wait, who? Where? At the end, they give their their um Sona name. I think it's Taylorus. Taylorus. Uh, they wrote a couple years back. I was at a lake with my whole family: grandma, grandpa, aunt, uncle, mom, dad, and a couple cousins, and so forth. We decided to go snowmobiling because we live up north. Note: I had never been snowmobiling before. I was told just to follow my cousin, and that's what I did. Until we got to a certain trail about 30 yards from the house, in which I proceeded to go into the ditch. Overall, the whole debacle ended up causing my uncle and a couple cousins to have to come out and spend an hour trying to get the snowmobile out of the ditch. Overall, one of the best Christmas trips I've ever taken. I've never ridden like an ATV or a snowmobile. They look hard. They look like fun, but they look like a lot of work. Yeah, I, I every time I see like a snowmobile, I'm like, so it's basically like a snow wave runner. Yeah, basically, but you have to put all your weight into specific areas to make it like like I see some people like they'll actually like pull up just to get up and over an embankment. I'm like, 
It seems like a lot of work, and I just, I'm not one of those people that yeah, wants to work that for is it. Yeah, a lot of work. <laughs> I've never ridden a snowmobile, but I have I have ridden and driven uh, four-wheelers, and what always irritated me is that, like, anybody that's ever had, like, a four-wheeler, and I'm like, can I drive it? And like, they're like, oh, well, you might not be able to, and I'm like, it's because I'm a girl, isn't it? And I'm like, that's the whole thing. They're like, oh, well, and I'm like, no, just get 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 out of my way. I'm like, I can drive it. Move. So, like, that that's their problem. They're like, oh, well, you're a girl, and, like, you can't do it. I'm like, no. I've heard that, like, with four-wheelers and stuff, if you let go of the throttle, it automatically just stops. Is that true, or does it just roll to a stop? Um, it, yes. Because that would, that would <laughs> yeah, suck, it kind, right? Yeah, like, if you, like, you, if like, you let, let go, go and you're just, like, launched forward. <laughs> yeah, you really just, and, and it's and it's unfortunate. Like, four-wheelers are fun, but they can be really dangerous, too. So, like, even if you're out, like, you know, Baha'ing it through, like, the woods and stuff, like, uh, you just gotta be careful, because they are, like, really easily typical. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've seen a hundred or more fail videos to, to know that. <laughs> oh, definitely. <laughs> but, yeah, they are, they so are actually really to quick to stop. Like, you let go of that thing, it's gonna stop, like, immediately. <laughs> so. You know what I've not seen? I'm surprised someone hasn't done this yet, but you know how, like, like in the beach and like at the lake, you have like those parachutes that are attached to the boat. And as they fly, like the boat goes, they like fly in the air and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Why doesn't anyone do that with a snowmobile or a four wheeler yet? Um, like I know that, when like... you land, it's uh, <laughs> you know, earth. Yeah, it, and it, yeah, ground. <laughs> <laughs> you think by now that some redneck would have done it by this point, and we would have seen it, but I've not seen it. I want to say, at least with snow, you have some sort of space. Shh, you got to give the rednecks ideas. I know. <laughs> It'll give. <laughs> yeah. You got to be. You're gonna give them yee yee ideas when they need yee haw ideas. <laughs> There's a difference between yee yee and yee haw. <laughs> yeah, there is. A difference. That's yee yee. And they wear Yeezys. <laughs> no. <laughs> the worst shoe I have ever seen on the market. Yee-yee. Crocs look better than that. It's different from Yee-yee. I give Crocs a hard time, but they're so comfy to wear. I love them. I've never worn Crocs. I wore a pair of Crocs around an, a um a uh, God, I forget the name of the store, but it's like a sporting goods store. <laughs> and I wanted them so bad, but they're they're a little bit pricey for me. They're not that expensive for a shoe, but they're like forty five dollars. You gotta get like the Walmart knockoff version of it. But Those they are- were they were rainbow tie dye and they were amazing and I wanted uh, them so bad. And I walked around the store. And my mom was like, "You can't afford those." And I'm like, "I can't afford to breathe. I definitely can't afford new shoes." And I asked <laughs> for them. Uh, I asked for them for candlelights for my cousin, but she said she couldn't get them this year. But she will for my birthday. <laughs> my God, they're really comfortable. I just they get such a bad rap. I don't know why they get such a bad rap, but they're so comfy. Um, uh, maybe because they're ugly. Yeah, I, I suppose. I suppose. I saw. I love seeing people make like variations of Crocs, or they make things out of them. Those are fun to watch. Like I've seen, I've seen uh, cowboy boots. <laughs> oh my god! I saw three D printed spurs for Crocs. Oh, that's no. hilarious! Why do you need that? And they fit. They fit on the back of the little strap thing. No. Mm-hmm. That's for the yee yee, no. you know. It's, out it's there. for the yee yees. I have never heard the yee. Is that like a thing? Yes. A yee yee redneck is like the trashy line your truck with trash bags and fill it with water. There's a pool. <laughs> yee haw is like, I'm going to wear a cool cowboy hat and get shit done on a farm. Yeah. There's, but there's another way of saying it, though. White trash. 
Yeah, so Yee Yee is white trash. trash. Yee Haw oh. is hardworking Southern folk. It's it's okay. the similarities between like Yee Yee and Yee Haw for like the you know the cowboy folk, and then there's uh, Uwu and Owo for furries. Yee Haw oh people can do Yee Yee things, but Yee Yee people oftentimes do not do Yee Haw things. That's true. Someone has. Someone has totally capitalized on this, and there is something called yeeyeapparel.com. Oh, no. <laughs> is it 90% exactly. Confederate flag stuff? It's a bunch of, like, camouflage crap. Mm, yeah, of course it and would then, be. Like, maybe, like, one kid wearing a yeeyee. And then there's a video down below of, like, three guys, three white guys, one black dude. I feel like that's, you know, there should be more there. Um, <laughs> make it balanced. But they're all, like, it's it's weird. It's like they're 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 on a stage now he's in his giant ass truck with his go-kart wheels i don't understand why people do that to their cars it's so stupid it just means he has a tiny penis it's okay <sighs> that's common knowledge yeah i know <laughs> i i am very aware of that <laughs> oh are you <laughs> yeah he has tiny a wee, wee, wee. <laughs> oh <no>. boom <laughs> oh god yes <laughs> I'm writing that down. <laughs> hey, bro, you got a yee yee wee wee? Yeah. <laughs> Submit that to Webster Dictionary. <laughs> like, ye- word of the year. <laughs> yee yee. Yee yee wee wee is the guy with the big truck that is riding your ass on the highway when there's traffic. God. And has the Punisher decal on his back windshield. Even though the Punisher hates cops. <laughs> you know, you know what drives me up the wall? It's like, so people out here in Utah, they're all about their trucks. But what I don't understand is they get these souped up, huge, big, bulky trucks. And they keep the tiny tires on them from like when they bought it at the dealership. And I'm like, why go all out and then just leave yourself with the tiniest ass tires on your truck? It looks stupid. That's like, you're stupid right like now. yeehaws. With the honky tonks. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> Anyways. We went from Merry me. Christmas to Yeehaw, and I don't know how, but we did get through all of our emails. <laughs> we did. We did. Um, <sighs> one thing I wanted to bring up, because I wanted to see if anyone else did this. Um, so, uh when I was a kid, we would always get, and this is when Toys R Us was doing good in its heyday. Oh, if there I ever was Toys R Us. Time. But they would always send out their little catalogs. And when we ever got the catalog, we would go through the catalog and like star or initial what we wanted. Yes. Did you guys ever do oh that? My God. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. And we never got that. them, but we, it was so much fun to do it. We do it with like book fair, like scholastic book catalogs. We did it with Toys R Us catalogs. We did it with the Walmart ones. Mm-hmm. It was so much fun. So oh, I'm glad I'm not the only one who did it then. It's like window <laughs> shopping for children. It really is. My mouse died. Oh, there we go. It's good now. Never mind. <laughs> my, mouse was like, my mouse was stuck for my, I thought I had run out of batteries. Okay, we're good. We're good. <laughs> Um, do we want to, do we have anything else we want to cover before we let go? Such a fun episode. I don't think so. Well, thanks to everyone who did email in. We greatly appreciate it. Um, it makes the episodes more fun when we have more emails to read. 
Um, we wish you guys a wonderful holiday, Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa. Candle nights. Candle <laughs> nights and whatever other holiday that you celebrate that may or may not actually exist. Yeah. Winter solstice. There you go. And all that fun jazz. Um, we'll see you guys in the new year. See you guys next time. Bye. Yeet.